Hello everyone, let's talk about positioning. So what is positioning? In a nutshell, quite simply, it is just a mental representation of your brand in consumers' minds. It is something that resides 100% in the mind and is a direct result of marketing actions you take to create that representation. It has to do with brand image and brand identity. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about what's going on or what's what's really at stake um, with positioning. So how do you create a position? Well, you create a position through a number of different ways. Um, you can do it through essentially uh, marketing communications, the way you advertise, the way you promote yourself, you give off a certain image, a certain identity, a certain brand meaning, uh, and that you know, consumers come to associate your brand with whatever those kind of um, associate, associations are that you have set up. Uh, we use social media nowadays to do this. Um, you can also create positioning quite simply through the other four P's. You know, your pricing structure could impact positioning. And if you set a very high price, um, people are going to associate your brand with some sort of quality. Okay. Uh, and by quality, I mean a high level uh, of quality. Okay. Um, it's good to understand kind of what's going on in the marketplace. You're trying to find a unique spot in consumers' minds for your particular brand. Okay. Um, everyone can't, you know, operate in the exact same kind of position. And so you have to kind of figure out what it is that makes you stand apart and uh, promote that uh, through your marketing communications and other marketing activities. Um, and really this comes through an assessment of points of difference. What is it that makes you different? Points of parity is the opposite. These, these are things that are similar. You do similar to other firms, uh, but points of difference are just uh, those those things that set you apart, okay? Um, you've got to differen differentiate yourself using these points of difference, okay? Um, and the points of difference that you identify and kind of pivot on, uh, they've got to be desirable to the consumer, first of all. You know, you wouldn't want to pivot on something or hinge all your marketing communication on something that, that wasn't desirable to the marketplace, um, it's got to be a promise you can deliver on, okay? You can't promote yourself as being, you know, cool or trendy or whatever if you're not actually, you know, doing what it takes to become cool or trendy or whatever, okay? Um, and then finally, the last thing that a point of difference must be is it must be uh, different from your competitors. And, of course, that's implied in point of difference, but a lot of times you will hear companies say, well, we're different from the others because we have this, you know, whatever, X, okay? But in reality, they really don't differ. You know, just saying you're different doesn't mean you actually are. So you have to actually physically um, be different, okay? Um, companies need to continually uh, promote their position, but they also need to continually uh, keep an eye on it because, uh, 
what you're trying to portray in terms of position, in terms of an image, it may not be getting through to consumers. So what you think you are may not be what consumers think you are. So you've got to continually do brand uh, brand audits and put together you know positioning maps where you basically draw an XY axis, um, look at two different uh, you know position attributes, say quality and flavor, and basically, ask a bunch of people questions about how they would rate you on quality and flavor. Also do that for your competitors. And that'll give you a good sense of what your actual position is in consumers' minds. And it will help you determine what needs to be done to improve, to, to do a better job of trying to portray that image or position you're trying to portray. It also gives you an idea about how you are evaluated on position compared to your competitors. Um, and it can even identify competitors for you. If, you know, you do a brand audit and include 10 or 12 different brands, some you don't think are competitors, you might find out in actuality from a position standpoint, ultimately they are. Okay. Also, if you do a brand audit where you have, you know, a large number of brands plotting them on the map, you may be able to find kind of areas where there is no market being served. In other words, there may be some segment of the population that has a certain ideal position in their minds for a particular brand in your industry. And by looking at the map, if no one really is is uh, viewed in that particular way, then there is an opportunity uh, for you to kind of maybe either reposition your product or add a product uh, to satisfy their desires. So switch gears for just a minute and talk about repositioning. You've probably heard of rebranding. Uh, this is something that companies do. If, if their position is not in line with what consumers want, then oftentimes they will completely change their position through, through the four Ps, through communication, but also, also through possibly even changing the product. Good example of that is Hyundai. So uh, up until, you know, 10, 10 or 15 years ago, Hyundai was kind of a low-end budget car that didn't really last very long, but um, it operated successfully because it uh, captured a pretty significant low end of the market. Um, but over the last 15 years, they have greatly improved their quality. They have uh, promoted this improvement in quality, and it actually has worked out uh, really, really well for them. Okay. Um, in terms of kind of uh, positioning against other brands, oftentimes what you want to do is you want to kind of uh, convey which brand or which uh, kind of product category uh, you're a member of, okay? And so, um, you know, you can do this by really hammering away at what your benefits are. You can talk about your competitors and how you're similar but different to them. Um, there's some other ways as well, okay? Uh, at the end of the day, positioning is all about differentiation, setting yourself apart uh, from the competition. You can do this through... Um, you know, lots of different things. It doesn't have to be just the product itself. It can be something about the organization. Think about uh, Southwest Airlines or Chick-fil-A. Uh, they differentiate themselves through uh, their employees and their employee culture. Uh, 
and that you know certainly um, bleeds over into their brand position as well okay um, you can differentiate based on channel you know you can uh, sell your products through higher-end retailers and that will kind of uh, inform consumers that you are a higher-end product so you get to be associated with this high quality retailer and that's going to positively impact the quality perceptions of your particular brand. Um, you can differentiate on image. You can basically create some unique compelling image in, in uh, consumers minds that sets apart your brand from the competition. Okay. Um, you know, if you're a market leader, um, in terms of position, uh, you know, you, you definitely want to try to figure out how you can you know, take market share away from your challengers, uh, but also you want to figure out how you can grow the total market. Okay, so a lot of companies, uh, as market leader, they do a good job of growing the market. Think about Apple with the iPhone. You know, there was a small number of uh, smartphone users at the very beginning, but through their marketing, through their position, they were able to greatly um, expand the market. Okay, um, you know, lots of different things that market leaders can do to grow, grow the the total markets. Um, they also have to make sure they protect their market share, so they need to defend it. Uh, maybe it's um, you know through uh, creating additional brands that kind of will ward off the competition. Okay, this is going to be, you know, a, we could call this a flank defense. Um, you know, you can buy your competitors. There's lots of other things you can do as well. Okay, um, what you don't see uh, market leaders do is comparative advertising. You'll never see a market leader compare themselves to the competition in uh, marketing communications because you're the leader. Everyone knows you're the leader. There's no reason to remind them that there is any sort of competition, okay? But on the flip side, if you are not the market leader, then there is an argument for comparative advertising. You can talk about how you are similar to, so points of parity, but different to, points of difference, to the market leaders. And so, um, you know, Pepsi, for example, has a lot of comparative ads talking about how they're, you know, in some way superior to Coca-Cola. Okay. Um, you know, it's important to note that that you know not all brands can be market leaders. Uh, there's what we call the market challenger, kind of the next in line. Then you've got followers and nichers who are um, even smaller, smaller potatoes, I guess we could say. And so, you know. Goals don't necessarily have to be become the market leader. It could just be kind of take market share away from everyone else. Okay, market nichers. These are companies that or brands that target a very small segment of the population. You see this a lot with luxury items. A lot of business to business um, industries will work like this as well. And at the end of the day. No matter what your position is, no matter what you choose, 
no matter how you opt to operate, it's just it's important to remember the big takeaway is that a position resides in the mind of consumers and it is something that should be unique from your competition that sets your, set yourself apart in the consumer's minds. It helps you to, um, um, you know, hopefully extract value from the market and um, be successful. That's all I've got.